Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about because if we talked about what you want to talk about, you'd be fucking here, but you're not here. Okay, you guys, I know I was supposed to record an episode last week, but my schedule got a little crazy, especially with all the releases I had and also like my actual job. So I wanted to make sure to get something out because I do have a work trip coming up tomorrow, which is going to be Wednesday. But this episode will be out by like a couple hours before Wednesday, which I was like, I need to get this out of my head because if I don't get this episode out, I'm going to be thinking about this shit throughout my whole freaking week. And like, what the hell? I need to put out an episode. So making sure I keep that consistency because I kept that promise with y'all and I'm making sure I keep that consistency. But let's get on to the gratitude section. I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode. If you're a new listener, older listener, you've been around since 2016, shout out to you. I appreciate you. Part of the family. I don't know what I'm going to call our family or our crew. I don't know. I need to come up with a name. If you have any name suggestions, please send it my way. And I don't want to hear no, no, don't be trying to give me these Haitian names like, oh, we're going to be called the Jean Pierre's or the Shaley's. I'm not doing that. I, I, I said that right now. Okay. Well, though, you know what? That would be sound cool, but we've got time for that. But thank you so much for listening. And if you're a five second streamer, bitch, I took five seconds of your fucking life. At least you got to um waste five seconds with me rather than with some random nigga or some random chick, some wasted time and break your fucking heart. So why not spend it with me? Okay, well, let's not get on to the life updates. Um, As you guys know, I got a work trip coming up. Am I excited about a work trip? Man, my freaking homebody ass would rather just be in bed and working from home. But I realized, shit, offices are opening up. Like, we had this big thing at my job. They were like, yeah, we want y'all to come in like two to three days a week. We're not saying you have to come in, but like, we would love to see you there. I'm like, oh my God. Now I got to freaking get up early in the morning, go to the city, do this and that. Ugh, I'm over it. But you know what? In the end, as much as like some of us want to like stay at home, I do appreciate like getting outside and just getting a new types of scenery but also with that too just using that time to network and connect with people although the last thing i'm thinking is y'all want people in the office some folks are not gonna get that work done i'm just gonna be real with you we're not gonna get that work done everybody's gonna be kiki and hine and especially at my job everybody's going in the day that they got happy hour every single week on a wednesday we got happy hour drinks and there's always like a new musician coming in nobody's gonna get work done on a wednesday we're not and also another thing too is, remember how I've been saying, oh, I think somebody from my work or like folks my job are like trying to find shit on me. Tell me how like one of my freaking coworkers popped up on my you should add on Instagram. Uh-uh, uh-uh, everybody's getting blocked. I see you're getting blocked. I'm removing you. I am going to click the, I don't know them. You are not going to get that access to me. You, I know you from work. That's where we gonna stay. That's where I know you. That's how it's going to be. When I tell you, I saw the name. I dropped my phone and I looked at my phone on the floor, looking at the picture, reflecting back to me. I said, what the fuck? Instagram, Facebook, Mark. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, Mark. You need to stop this, Mark. And then on to my five to nine. You guys know I work with artists. I also do like other things with creative folks and shit like that. Well, well, last week, my artist Sam Trax partnered up with his colleague. Oh my God, I sound so professional. His colleague partnered up with one of his like very close friends, Xavier Wright, to come up with a song called Blindside. Blindside is definitely like a song just to like 
open up your emotions. Like, I don't have a snippet of it just because I'm going to give you guys a reason why I don't have a snippet of it. But Blindside is basically an artist who's more of like an artist who's mystique, but trying to open that door and let their audience know, hey, there's another side to me that you just don't know. Providing that vulnerability to your audience, but also giving them the experience that they've experienced before when it comes to heartbreak and love. Definitely, if you love a nice little sad song or just something you want to relate to, I definitely recommend you to stream Blindside by Sam Trax and Xavier Wright. And also to you guys, because I told you guys we had four songs coming out in the span of this month and next month. Blindside is actually featured on the first episode of the All Black Network TV show by Jean Elie. Hold on. I'm y'all like, bitch, what the fuck? Who the fuck is that? I don't know if you guys know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say his name in American accent. Gene Ellie, but he played Issa Rae's brother on Insecure. He has his own show called Send Help, which kind of like gives the experience of like a Haitian American um actor living in Hollywood trying to get their shit together. I will say this, although it's based off like a Haitian American experience, and if you're black, you're gonna relate to it somehow, some way. You're gonna relate to it somehow, some way. I definitely recommend the show. The song Blindside is actually on the first episode. It's played throughout the whole thing. And my artist, Sam Trax, is actually the music consultant for the series. So either way, it's a win for him. It's a win for me. It's a win for everybody. So that's all I have to do when it comes to the life updates. Do I have anything else I have to freaking say? No, I don't. Although I can say this because I'm bringing this right back. Can't play the song for y'all only because it's on a television series. Wish I could, but I can't. But definitely if you follow me on social media or even follow the show or even if you follow Sam, you'll be able to get a snippet about that. Oh, wait, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Okay, announcement, announcement, announcement. I know I'm like literally six minutes into this fucking episode and we gotta get to these topics, but I will be bringing back guests onto this show. Yes, I am going to be bringing back guests in the month of September. As much as it's easy to just like bang out these like single myself episodes, it is nice to have a conversation with somebody here and there because I don't know how the fuck y'all listen to me talking to myself sometimes, but I appreciate it. So we are bringing back guests in September. I will be bringing some of my artists. I will be bringing some of my podcast friends that I've met throughout this podcast journey of mine. I'll be bringing in some PR folks. We're just gonna have a whole variety. Just like how I used to bring in guests were my friends. I'm gonna bring a little di different touch to it. Maybe somebody's gonna teach you something. Although I'm not saying the folks that I had on before didn't teach you some shit, they did. But we're just going to learn about different industries and shit like that. And also, too, is there's a reason why I'm not going to be talking about the Shanti and Irv Gotti situation, because someone who's going to be featured as a guest on an upcoming episode actually worked with Ashanti during that era. So be ready for that information in that tea. But let's get on to the fucking topics. Hold on. Before we get to the topics, remember how last episode I was complaining about this bitch I, like who keeps trying to fucking send me MLM shit. I swear, every single fucking time I record a fucking podcast, she always trying to fucking emails me or text me about a fucking MLM. Bitch, you getting blocked. I hope you listen to this. Bitch, you're getting blocked today. Goodbye. Okay, well, now on to the topics. Well, we have a couple topics. I'm gonna probably speed through them just to make sure we get them through because I actually do want to talk about a lot of things. But let's start with... Kathy Hilton calling Lizzo precious. I don't understand this shit. I don't understand this shit. Y'all always love to make Lizzo the butt of the fucking joke and I don't fucking like it. And I will say this, and if you grew up plus size 
within the years of when did precious come out hold on let me see when did precious come out okay precious came out in 2009 if you were plus size mid-size also um mid-size plus as in yes my mid-size plus girls i'm talking to us the ones us girls who are too small for the plus size store but too big for the regular stores well, i'm talking to us too if you were a plus size teen a plus size girl plus size woman plus size men i know y'all go through your shit too but i'm talking about the women right now if you could relate to it i'm happy if you can't then i don't know what to tell you but if you were plus size during that time bitch you were getting all the fucking jokes you were being called precious you were being called respucia mind you you didn't have to be you did not have to look like gabaret sidibe or even look like the character that Eddie Murphy was imitating to get called those things. I just never understood that. But then the funny thing is, all the people who used to call me this shit, I'm like, bro, look at you. I had this one dude who used to call me Respucia. Now today is, you're fucking 24. You look old. You Like, you're 24, but you look like you're hitting 44. But that's not my problem. It's not my problem that your hairline fell back the minute you hit 20. And when it comes to like the plus size men, I know y'all was getting hit with like the Fat Albert jokes or even getting hit with like, what's that freaking character that Eddie Murphy played? The doctor, Janet Jackson was in the fucking movie. Oh yes, Dr. Clump from the fucking Nutty Professor. And what is up with Eddie Murphy always cosplaying plus size folks? Hmm, hmm, never mind. But literally, if you grew up plus size around the early 2000s, 2010s, you were getting those type of jokes, regardless if you looked nothing similar to Gabrielle Sidibe, regardless if you were like a mid-sized plus-sized woman, if you were a BBW, if you were a small BBW, you were getting those jokes. And the people would freaking try to force those jokes so many times to the point where it just became numb. And it just never made sense. Y'all like to make fun of people for their fucking size, but don't realize like <laughs> your metabolism gonna play you when you get older. But hey, that's not my business. But all I can say is I've gotten those Respucia jokes and I've gotten those fucking um, pressure jokes too. And I'm just like, wow. So y'all are making fun of people, but don't understand like there are actually people actually living that precious life and they're going through that trauma. But it's the fact that really pisses me off. And this is no shade to like anybody who loves like Bravo celebrities. Personally for me, when it comes to like shows on Bravo, I only watch the like the main target audience is black folks i'm watching real housewives of atlanta and i'm watching real housewives of potomac and i'll watch whatever one's got a black woman in it the other ones like orange county and shit like that i'm not watching it i'm not watching it have you noticed that it literally took them years to get a black woman on the freaking um real housewives of new york and then you really saw who was fucking ignorant as hell and who was saying some racist shit although when you watch the fucking show you can already tell who's saying some shit even when it comes to like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Garcelle, Wauvois, Shiggy, I don't know why the fuck you even on there, Lisa Renna with your fucking crusty ass, dusty ass, musty ass lips, your big ass fucking botched ass fucking lips, your ass who let your freaking young ass daughter mess with Scott Disc, but that's a conversation we have another time, allegedly, I'm gonna say allegedly for that, although there are images about that, bitch, you wanna be talking all this shit, trying to act like, oh, you're gonna fight folks and shit like that, but we know damn well, you're not about that life, I can't stand when people try to thug out on the fucking internet, you were saying some shit how like, oh, when I have to have a conversation about Garcelle, why is it that I'm being seen as racist, because bitch, you're saying some ignorant ass fucking shit you're always saying some fucking dumb ass shit and the fact that you literally get your lips done you look a fucking mess 
I don't even know why you're even still relevant to this day when the only last time we ever heard some shit about you was when you were on fucking Days of Our Lives. I'm not even sure you were even on that fucking soap opera, but either way, if you still watch soap operas in 2022, I'm gonna need you to just like, <laughs> if you're watching soap operas in 2022, you are stuck in the 1990s. And I'm not trying to age shame anybody, but I'm just saying, who's watching soap operas nowadays? But if you are, um, enjoy. But I'm kind of disappointed in you. But back to what I was saying, I went on a whole rant. I'm sorry, you guys. But literally Lizzo went on Watch What Happened Live, which is Andy Cohen's little version of the um, night show with Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. Kind of has like his version where he has like Bravo celebrities come on. Literally had Lizzo on for a whole hour segment. And she brought in mad ratings. And then the next week you bring on Paris Hilton's mom, who... <sighs> not surprised she said precious you're and the fact that andy cohen is laughing when you had lizzo on the show last few weeks ago that's why i can't take andy cohen seriously when it comes to late night tv i get it he might have been uncomfortable and he has to laugh because i'm the type of person too is when it comes to like certain uncomfortable situations i'm gonna laugh but something like this calling her precious when you already know well andy might not fucking know Andy don't look like he be understanding shit sometimes. Even when he like um, hosts the reunions for like the Housewives of Atlanta and Potomac. And when they're talking, he don't even know what the fuck is going on. He's probably just always drunk. But regardless, you literally had her on your show. And now you're at her cracking jokes. And everybody's out here laughing. And don't realize you probably got somebody in your family that look like that. How do you think that they fucking feel about that shit? But guess what? In the end of it, some people don't have morals and ethics and some people don't understand other folks' feelings. <clears throat> but I'm going to move on from this topic. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Y'all need to leave Lizzo alone. Leave plus-size women alone. Leave plus-size men alone. Leave folks who are plus-size alone. Let them lose their fucking lives, okay? Let them live their fucking lives. I'm done with that. I'm done with this topic. And if you were called Respucia or if you were called Precious growing up, bitch, we strong as fuck. Because I don't know how the fuck we got through this. You freaking new generation plus size women. Y'all blessed right now because y'all are blessed with the clothing and the acceptance now. Because back in the day, back in the day, let's not even talk about it. On to the next topic, because if I keep going talking about this little shit, I'm just going to get pissed off. But I don't know if you guys notice on TikTok, there's been a trend where people are like talking about, oh, why do you guys not want to show like your partners on social media? Like, what's wrong with showing off your partner? Okay, I kind of agree with this half and half. This is what I'm going to say. You know what really pisses me off is when y'all will take pictures with your partners. I'm talking to men and women. I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to everyone, regardless what your pronouns is. I just can't stand when people have their partners and you want to take pictures with them, but you want to put emoji over their face. I'm pretty sure your partner don't look that good. Because when y'all actually do the big reveal, I'm, 10 out of 10, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. Literally not. Sometimes you'll show their hand. Sometimes you'll show like their arm. Bitch, if they got a birthmark on their arm, we're going to find out who it is. If they got like their thumb, we'll be able to find out who the fuck they are just by how their fucking nail bed looks like. If they got a tattoo, that's the worst thing you could do because that would be easy identifier to find that fucking person. But I just can't stand when y'all do that. It's like, what's the point of doing that? Do you just want to show that you're in a relationship? Just show the fucking person because eventually somebody, somebody knows this person. It might not be the people who are following you, but somebody knows them. 
somebody knows them eventually. But I don't know if you guys know this Instagrammer. Her name is Barbara. She like, she would always post her partner all the time. And when she finally did like the face reveal when they got engaged and I saw his face, I was like, wow, this is, this is what you was trying to hide from us. Not impressed. But it's like, why do y'all have to show that off? Like we get it. You're in a relationship. Why do you feel the need to post it? Like, why do you feel the need to cover their face? You ain't got no pride to that person. Are you afraid that somebody might come to you as a woman or as a man when it comes to your relationship? I feel like you need to post that person early just so you can find out. But then again, too, the cons of posting when you have a relationship and showing people's faces, we're all in the relationship together. And I've said, like I've said this before in the past episode or quite a long time ago, if you go public with your relationship, as someone who's in public relations, when y'all break up, I want a press release. I want a post breakup release after that when you finally start to move on. And in the next relationship, if you plan on doing that, I, it needs to be a cycle. You need to keep the public um, informed about your relationship. Personally, for me, I feel like there needs to be privacy. I get it. We are in the land of I need to share everything so people can get that attention on me. But then again, too, is it's like you share your partner today. We forget about it the next day, just like with the news. We remember this shit, but then we're like, wait. This happened today, but then let's say for the next day, we're going to think what happened today or the day before happened like a couple years ago. So nobody truly cares. And I get it that some people do like to mess with folks and interfere, but in the end of it, you gotta have that confidence. If that person decides to step out or even like entertain folks, that shows to you their morals and their ethics. And I've said this on this podcast so many times. When it comes to relationships, y'all really need to start dating people who share morals and ethics with y'all and just keep it moving. That's it. Because I'm not giving no more fucking dating advice. Because every single fucking week, I got friends calling me talking about, oh my God, these dates, these dates. Focus on yourself. And I get it. Now everybody wants to focus on themselves. Like, you can still focus on yourself and still look out there and search for what you want. Or truly wants you will come to you. That's all I'm going to say. You ain't got to work for it. And you don't got to question if somebody likes you, if they truly like you. Oh my God, look at me giving dating advice. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so... <laughs> Make me your matchmaker. I've actually matched a couple folks. I got a couple friends who are marrying doctors, but you know what? Hmm. Hmm. It's going to cost a fee. It's going to cost a fee with me. But the aspect of like keeping things private or even like certain wins that you're taking, I can understand why some people are very private or certain aspects of their life because there is something called unintentional evil evil eye where yes you might tell somebody okay well I'm doing this and then they're happy for you but deep down inside they're like damn so-and-so is doing all this shit I'm still not getting my shit together like what the fuck is wrong with me like they're doing all this shit but I feel like we all experience that somehow some way and I know I'm about I've said this before jealousy is a natural feeling I don't care what you fucking tell me. Don't fucking say, oh, you've never been jealous in your fucking life. I don't believe you. If you if you tell me right now you've never been jealous in your fucking life, I don't fucking believe you. I think you're a fucking liar. But jealousy is a natural feeling. There's levels to it. There is envy. Envy is something else. But little hints of jealousy happens. And I think we sometimes have to sit down and realize, regardless if it's like the aspects of relationships or the aspects of your career or your life, everybody had somewhere to start. And just realize maybe this is that person's time to have their moment. Maybe they're just at their peak. You're going to have your peak too, but it might just take a little while. 
And that's totally fine because everybody has their freaking highs and lows and their midways. And you just have to keep it trekking through the fucking journey. But unintentional evil eye is real. Some people will still be happy, but deep down inside in their subconscious mind, they're still sending you some type of evil eye. That's why I keep shit private when it comes to like my personal life and my romantic life. Y'all never gonna hear about my love life. <laughs> it's non-existent right now. But y'all are just not gonna know anything about my love life because why? That, you don't need all those type of energies going on here. Regardless what kind of audience you have, regardless of what you're doing, I don't, I don't need y'all to know what I'm going through when it comes to the love department. But if you, but, but I'll say this though, if you need some advice, come my way. I talk about your business, not mine. But in the end, unintentional evil eye is real. I can understand keeping privacy to yourself, keeping certain things to yourself. But I will never understand you guys who literally are in these relationships. Like I'll never understand why post your partner if you are going to cover their face with an emoji. We're going to see his face. And majority of the time, we're not impressed when we see their face. We're not impressed. And let's get on to the next topic. Now moving on to... Uh, I have to talk about this topic right now because it's been going a little crazy throughout more of like the YouTube blogger space. I don't know if you guys know this guy named Murad... Is it Murad Ali? Murad Murad... Murad Ali. Murad Ali. If you um are like more into like the whole youtube gossip space where we're talking about shows we're talking about certain situations going on within like the youtube bloggers the influencers that you might know about murad morali oh my god i'm about to butcher this man's name but you might know about murad murad is an influencer youtuber from the uk he is of middle eastern descent he his he rose up to his fame when it came to like love island if you guys don't know what love island is Love Island is a show that actually originated in the UK, basically kind of like their version of The Bachelor, but a little bit more toxic and shit like that. But he would talk about certain things happening on the episodes. And we all know black people go through this every single time when it comes to these love shows and these challenges, getting eliminated the first time. He would discuss those things and trying to like be like an ally. I'm putting air quotes right now because well, I'm putting air quotes for him because he wasn't actually doing his ally duties. But... He would also talk about certain situations when it came to the black community, either in America or in the UK. Although, you see, this is where I'm going to come when it comes to morality. When he would talk about, like, black issues, something never sat right with me. Even when I would watch, like, him do commentary about, like, black TV shows, it just never sat right with me. Because I'm like, okay, I see you doing your thing, but there's something about you that's not sitting right with me. And I'm going to get to it. So the fact that now he's getting exposed for having a secret like OnlyFans account where he's into, I guess he's into the BDSM, which we're not going to kink shame people because the BDSM community is very large. But also we have to realize too is there's levels to this BDSM shit. But he actually was kind of like a dom for folks who were like into like foot fetishes and also race play. I'm going to say that again, race play. So, for him to be by day, I'm an ally, I'm supporting the community, but then by night, huh, you better look at my feet, you better lick my feet, you better look at my feet, and saying racial slurs to them, allegedly, because, so that all got exposed out there, 
recently because he just hit like 333 subscribers on YouTube, which is a lot. And also with like his rise of like making commentary on like the Real Housewives of Atlanta, he got exposed for his OnlyFans, which, hey, if you got an OnlyFans, I'm not going to judge you because that's another stream of income. Do what you got to do. That's that's on you, not on me. But it's the fact that like you're a dom and you're doing race play and a lot of people within like the BDSM community don't fuck with that race play shit. Like that shit makes them very uncomfortable. But he's trying to claim that the race play stuff is not him. That's somebody else trying to like um, act as if they're him. But when it comes to like the whole foot fetish things of him stealing his feet pics and shit like that is him. I'm not going to lie though. I've been contemplating selling feet pics. I'm not even going to be mad because the amount of money I see y'all making selling them freaking feet pics. I might have to go get a couple pedicures and just <clears throat> post a toe, post a pinky or something. But back to Murad Morali, I think what really caught people's eyes is that you're in, you're, you claim to be an ally, but then you're out here doing things to folks, but then also calling them racial slurs because allegedly those people who are his like his submissives are saying that they want him to call him they want him to call them those racial slurs but then we're also hearing rumors about Murad paying those subs so he can call them those racial slurs so a lot of shit is not making sense in this freaking news story which we'll probably find out more about it later but it's the fact that okay I get it there are people who have like kinks and I'm not on kink sham but that shit where you want to be degraded I get it some people have degraded they like to get degraded they like to get spit on. They like to like get pulled, their hair pulled. Well, everybody like to get their hair pulled, ladies. If you got hair, you like to get hair pulled. But um, some folks like to get degraded. They like to get smacked and shit like that. But being called a racial slur and shit like this, well, the smack too. But being called a racial slur, being called the heart, any the ER, the ER. You want somebody to call you an ER? You want somebody to call you a nigger? I'm not. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, right then and there, I'm stopping, I'm shaming you for that, if you are into race play, you getting kink shamed by me, I'm not, no, I don't fuck with you, if I know you and you like that race play shit, <laughs> block me, if you, if you like race play, block me and I'm gonna block you, I don't fuck with that shit, and it's the fact that for him, after I guess like he's saying that he got his permission to like say those words to his like, his sub- submissives, now he's like saying it to people and shit like that and it's like um nobody gave you a pass to say these words and you shouldn't even be able to have a pass and that's something i can't stand why y'all giving people like n-word passes why are we giving people racial slur passes why are we giving people passes in general this is why when people are like oh this person invited the cookout i'm just like bro can y'all stop giving cookout passes just for doing one mediocre shit like so many people are like oh my god Murad was like here doing all this shit he was out here supporting us but I'm like, there are literally so many black creatives on YouTube who are talking about the same shit that he's talking about and adding more flavor to it. When Murad would do videos, I was not entertained. I could not sit through at least 10 seconds of him talking. The minute he started talking, I'm like, bro, I can't take you seriously. And there's something fishy about your ass. And the fact that every single time, and I tell you guys about myself, I can look at somebody just by watching TV and I can already sense their energy right then and there. I can already see if they're cornball. I can already see if they got like a fucking messed up past. And that's what it is when it comes to Murad Morali. If you like race play, bitch, I'm disappointed in you. And you getting shamed by me. I don't fuck with that shit. A lot of people in the BDSM the community don't fuck with that shit. I really, no. No, 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 no. Your answers didn't go through all that shit for you to be 
no no and whatever happens in dark will come to the fucking light it's the fact that he made an apology video and he had ads in it an apology video is all about being authentic and anybody who knows this when it comes to like youtube apology videos if your video is monetized you're not really apologetic about it and if you're not owning up to the whole shit when there's obvious evidence allegedly still that this shit is true why why are you doing this but hey, we're in the authenticity era. You're going to get exposed if you're doing some crap. Let's get on to the last topic. And that is the Sims community. If you're into gaming like myself, you know about the game called The Sims 4. I've been playing The Sims series games ever since I was young. Yes, I did play The Sims 2. Although I was way, 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 way. Was I even born when the first Sims came out? Hold on, let me check. Yeah, I was born. The first, like, Sims game ever came out in 2000. I was already born. But I've been playing The Sims for a long-ass time from when I can remember. Like, I used to play all of the fucking games, even the ones that you play on, like, the PlayStation 2 and even, like, um the PlayStation 3 and shit like that, even with the console games. But anybody who knows this knows about The Sims 4. The Sims 4 has been out for quite, like, seven years, which I'm surprised they haven't come out with a Sims 5, but there's so much anticipation to this. And if you're like me, who has every expansion pack, you spent your money and probably spent over at least $1,000. If you add up all the expansion packs, that's $1,000 on that game. And I ain't spent $1,000 on this game because guess what? I ain't buy all the fucking expansion packs. Some of the shit is a waste. But something that a lot of people do to make the gameplay very fun, they add in modifications and they add in custom content. And obviously, if you are playing The Sims, EA Electronics electronic arts i'm about to say electronic sports what the fuck was the but electronic arts actually owns the rights to the sims 4 and they just distribute the game but people who play the game within like the sims 4 community can create custom content like your sims can have a birkin bag you can have modifications where there's like modifications called wicked whims where your sims can actually have like full-blown sex and you can actually watch the thing that's why there's something called sims porn we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole because we'd be on here for fucking an hour and i don't want to talk about sims porn but we'll talk about it eventually one day but or you can have uh modifications like extreme violence where you can kill sims and you know what i might sound fucking crazy and i've said this on this podcast before if you piss me off i make you in the sims i either drown you or do some shit with you with that modification that's one of my favorite mods sometimes because it causes all the drama in the game but adding modifications to custom content gives that individuality and kind of like that real life experience when it comes to the game so what recently happened is people who create custom content for the sims they sometimes put custom content on patreon for people to download but also to support their creative endeavors of their artistry but look what happens so ea takes their shit very seriously when it comes to modifications custom content there are certain modifications you can't even have in your game because i remember there was this one modification where they found out they found a way to like um make young adults and adults engage into like certain activities with teens which if you have that in your game, you can actually get banned from even playing The Sims. And if you have that in your game, you're fucking disgusting. But back to staying on topic, but um, they have like this very strict rule when it comes to selling custom content and selling modifications. Yes, some people sell the shit. And this is what I'm gonna go through. Literally two weeks ago, 
they actually put out a statement saying that if you are putting out custom content, you have to put it out, release it for the public. So you can give a sneak peek or a pre-release um, for folks who are paying for the content, but then after you have to remove the paywall. And there are some people who have custom content from back in 2019 and they have never opened the freaking paywall. The minute that EA said, bitch, you need to open the fucking floodgates and give everybody that fucking CC. So many creators were complaining to their audience saying you broke bitches. Why the fuck are y'all doing this shit? You are messing up with my bag. And I just thought to myself is, um, what makes you think creating custom content or like some modification for a video game that like, okay, they're making games right now for a video game that's popular, but this is not realistic. Like, why don't you go get a job at EA? You're calling people who are literally paying you fucking 50 bucks a month. Yes, y'all. People are paying 50 bucks for lace fronts they'll never be able to put on their fucking heads. People are paying 50 bucks for an avatar to wear a Birkin. People are paying fucking 50 bucks for Chanel shirts they will never fucking wear. You might as well get a fucking NFT. If you are paying $50 for pixels that you will never put on, get a fucking NFT. Maybe that will be an investment better than that. $50 for a mansion. You are never going to step your foot in. A freaking 19 bedroom mansion for your Sims when it's only four of them. And sometimes too, as the game is so fucking messy, a meteor strikes the fucking house and it's done. $50 for pixels. And I would be, I'm not gonna lie. If I was a custom content creator that was making $50 a month per person, and let's say, for example, I have like 900 um Patreons and I'm getting $50 a month from them, that's a lot of money. I would be pissed off, but I wouldn't be calling those folks broke. And I don't understand that. The minute that somebody gets exposed for their shit, you go straight at your fucking stakeholders and your shareholders or like the people who are paying your fucking bills and calling them broke. Bitch, they're the ones expensing for your lifestyle. They're the ones putting their hard-earned money to your fucking lifestyle. That'd make no fucking sense. And it's the fact that y'all really, really quit y'all jobs to go make custom content for The Sims 4. Literally, there are people who make custom content and modifications for this game and have full-time jobs. And sometimes make the content for free or they have exclusive bundles that you can add in, which are only like two bucks. The most I have ever paid when it comes to The Sims 4 is probably two dollars just to support this one creator that i've always been downloading custom content from since 2015 that's it you have never i've never paid no more than two bucks when it comes to custom content since four since four if it costs more than my fucking coffee i'm not paying for it it's the fact that there are people paying 50 bucks a month 60 bucks a month fucking <laughs> what for shit you're never gonna fucking touch you're never going to touch those bundles. You're never going to touch that lace front. Y'all are paying for skins to put on your Sims. Y'all are paying for plastic surgery mods. Bitch, you should have taken the fucking money that you've been paying for much and just go get the plastic surgery yourself. Saying you wish you wish to look like the Sim. Why don't you just... Ugh, you know what? I'm done, you guys. I can't. I'm going over the time. I don't want to talk about this even more. But what I'm going to say is I don't understand why people who are literally getting money from folks... And who are people who are actually donating their money just to play a fucking game and y'all calling them broke bitch who told you to fucking use this one creative aspect of your life as your main source of income and not have multiple sources of income the fuck like at least go apply for a fucking job at a fucking video game company use that talent 
the ugh, I'm done. Okay, you guys, I'm gonna end this right here because if I keep talking, I'm gonna go in a rabbit hole when it comes to Sims, and then I might bring up that Sims point, but we don't need to talk about that. But you guys, thank you so much for listening to Let Me Says in Podcast. It is Wista. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Ooh, you guys see how I've been adding like that little, that little, that little, that little line to it. You know how like those official podcasts? You can find this podcast on Spotify and Apple and SoundCloud and wherever you can find your other podcast. Ooh, you know what? Manifest. But you guys have an amazing week. Have an amazing day. Hope you guys are doing great. I'm doing great. This episode is actually longer than I expected. 36 minutes in. So surprised. But y'all stay blessed. Stay happy. And next week, we'll be back with another episode of the Let Me Tell Them Podcast, aka my not-so-private diary. Bye, guys.